Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everyone. Stay here with me for one minute of your time. I'm going to tell you about something that's going to make you better in bed. Okay, I promise. I'm going to tell you about Promescent. Promescent has the only clinically proven delay spray that helps men last longer in bed. And their delay spray is not just for guys with PE, all right? I know what you're thinking. I don't have PE. I don't need to last longer in bed. Trust me, you do. Every guy needs to last a little bit longer in bed because girls take a little bit longer, okay? You got to wait for your girl. Don't be so selfish. Spray a little bit on. It's not going to numb you out. And it doesn't transfer to your girl, Okay. Promescent also sells lube and condoms and unisex supplements that'll make you both hornier, as well as my fave, their female arousal gel. Okay, that female arousal gel will make your girl hot down there. And I don't mean hot in a bad way. I mean hot in like the best way possible. And it will increase her orgasm. So don't just buy yourself something. Buy your girl something too. And there's no reason not to. Because I'm going to give you 15% off your first order. Just go to delayspray.com. And use the code STRICTLYANON15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. That's delayspray.com. Use my code STRICTLYANON15 for 15% off your first order. They back up all their products with a 60-day money-back guarantee. There's free shipping on any order over $10. And your package is going to arrive discreetly so no one's going to know what the fuck you bought. Not only do 2,000 medical professionals recommend Promescent, I do too. So go to delayspray.com, strictly non-15 for 15% off your first order. And now back to the episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. 
If you're on social media like Instagram and Twitter, follow my show at Strict Anonymous. I should have like 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 followers on Instagram and Twitter, but I never promoted my show for all the years, the seven years I've been doing it. I just started like not even a year ago promoting it. But so I need followers. So follow me on Instagram right fucking now. Take your phone, find Instagram, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening to this show, on your phone or wherever on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my channel. You get the episodes way earlier than if you don't. Um, Also, write me a review if you can or just give me five stars. Uh, If you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my channel, like and share my videos and comment below. I love hearing from my listeners. I really do. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I get to see people's comments. I get to comment back. Uh, A lot of times the guests on my show go on and comment back and talk to people like Barry, the guy I had on last week, he's on there uh, talking back to people who are claiming he's full of shit. Um, So it's a super interesting interactive uh, platform for my podcast. So even if you're not on YouTube, go there and subscribe to my channel. If you want to get these episodes free and see anonymous pics of my guest, including Vicky, who's on today, okay, you're going to want to see Vicky. She sent me in a picture of herself. They're all anonymous pictures. Nothing's pornographic, but a lot of the pictures are sexy. I have a lot of pictures of my uh, female callers that so it's you know anonymous pics of previous guests anonymous pics of guests moving forward you could get all of that as well as these episodes on friday instead of sunday if you sign up for my patreon and it's only three bucks a month it's like fucking chump change okay it's three dollars you're also supporting my show i've been doing it for like seven years it's basically like a full-time job at this point and and i make no money but i it would be nice to right i need to monetize it i should have been trying to do this five years ago but i'm doing it now three bucks like i said you get something for it, but you also are supporting my show, which I really, really appreciate. There's also a tier for hosers. If you're a fucking hoser, you like pantyhose, you like to wear them, you like to see girls in them, there is a tier for you. It's only $7 a month. And let me tell you, you get a lot of fucking content on there. So sign up. Okay. Just go on. You'll see it all there. Um, I also do consulting. Like right now I'm not taping people. I'm only taping females with hot stories or guys that have a story that I've never fucking heard about before. Uh, and so send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. If you want to be on my show, if you want to be on my show, but you don't, you have something that I've talked about a million times, you got to wait till like the end of the summer. I'm not taping people for a while. Cause I just, I have probably have like 50 episodes taped and I just want to get those out and do other things. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but if you want to talk to me and tell me your secrets or do what I do like on my show, but you don't want me to air it and you're still going to be on the down low. Um, I'm not going to tape you. You could do that. I provide that service. I don't know what it's called consulting. I don't know. It's a conversation. I, I said, it up like a therapist it's like 45 minutes it's 65 dollars you could sign up through paypal or you could sign up on patreon patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast if you want to set up one of those calls with me anyway just through paypal send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com don't forget if you want to um okay so let's get to vicky hypersexual Vicky. Vicky is super horny. She always has been. This girl had threesomes starting when she was really young. We talk about her history. We talk a lot about what's going on now, right? I mean, she wrote in because she has a serious problem. Like she's got this guy, her boyfriend is very big into the whole cuckolding thing. He actually did it with a past partner, but he had like, he's but he's like very conflicted about it. And he's very into it in that they're always like dirty talking about it. And she wants to do it and they get really close and they set up these 
these meetings with the couples and then he just can't pull the trigger and she doesn't understand because Vicky is somebody that does what the fuck she wants okay like I said she has had threesomes since she's super young we talk about that she has been to swing clubs she's she takes classes in sex that, that you've never even heard about she that's how curious and open-minded she is um the classes she's taken one called stickies is super interesting I never heard about it but she explains about it she has had open relationships in the past she had a husband she's I think she called herself the pussy funnel I don't know or that she said like guys called her that because she would just like bring girls home for guys like she's like she's a wrangler right she just she like i said she knows what she wants she goes after it she fucking does it and she's very perplexed because she's dating a guy who's not of the same mindset right he wants her to fuck other guys she wants to fuck other guys but when push comes to shove he's too afraid to cross over the line so she's looking for advice so go to youtube give her some advice there she we end this conversation and it gets a little frustrating towards the end because there really is no solution for vicky that i could give her but maybe you guys could help her so listen through give her your two cents tell her what you think she should do to get her guy to cross over i mean they've done other things they've been to a swing club they've fucked in front of other people i mean it's not like they haven't done anything but he's younger than her and he's less experienced she's super experienced um, so you hear that backstory, you hear about his problem. There's also a, like a little cheating thing that she thinks he might be cheating on her and she can't really trust him. So we get into that too. If you want to see a picture of her, did I tell you that already? She sent me in a picture. You could get a picture on Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous podcast. I'm going to be right back on with Vicky. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hey, Vicky, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So listen, you sent me in a long-winded uh, email about what we're going to talk about, and I didn't read it because I prefer not to really know that much. I know that there's cuckolding fantasies going on. I know that your boyfriend talks really dirty, and you know that's like the overview. Why don't you just get into the details? Um, okay, so he is very like explicit in bed, and uh-huh. then it's like very much into like he likes... He went from being, in the beginning, I thought he I wasn't going to work because he was a total prude, in my opinion, I, at first. And I didn't know if that was going to work for me, because I'm not. And it has just evolved into the more, after two years now, it's like, he, everything in bed seems to fall under, like, it always ends up being fantasies of, like, other men there. And um, not usually other women, but other men there. And really a big Lately, it's been, like, wanting to, like, it's like he likes the, the thought of another man having me before he gets me. And, right. like, whether he talks about that in bed or it's, like, the idea of it happening and then he comes home to it. But then, it, like, any kind of discussion of any kind of, like, that outside of sex is, like, impossible. Like, it's like he does not, it does, he refuses to, like address it at all what do you mean so when you're not fooling around and you're all done like and you're just having breakfast you're like hey babe what about this whole cuckolding thing i mean is that what happens exactly that's pretty much exactly what happens i'm very open mm-hmm. to talking about that kind of stuff i've always been very more comfortable talking about sex with anyone than most people um which i get is a little overbearing for some people maybe but um yeah, like I will literally bring up like we that's another thing. We're we're on swinger sites and we are on like thirder sites where you're like looking 
for other people to add to the bedroom. Yet, the, when it gets to the point that there are people that we have talked to, and it comes to meeting, it's like he literally had told a couple that we were getting ready to go meet that night. All of a sudden, he told them that he, he were just looking for friendship. And I'm like, th that's not where you look for friendship is on swingers sites. That's not what this is. Like, I don't under, it's very confusing. Well, very he confusing. must be, well, it's probably confusing to him. He's confused, you know, so he probably really is into it. It's a big fantasy of his, but when push comes to shove, he gets freaked out and maybe he's afraid of crossing that line. I mean, have you had that discussion with him about, you know, instead of just like going to the place where you're talking about him actually doing it, have you ever asked him how he feels about actually doing it in real life? Yes. And what does yes, he say? I've tried that numerous times. And what's confusing to me is that he finally at one point kind of broke down and explained to me that one of his past relationships, his girlfriend really screwed with his head because she would make him watch her have sex with other men. And it, but the thing is, is that all of these things that he said that she did to screw his head are literally, I, I mean, I don't blame her for doing what she did because that's what he acts like he wants. It's like, no, but that, it could also be that she did it. And somehow, even though he really hated it, he got turned on. And that's a very confusing thing yeah. to experience. Yeah. That may, and that, that I can get to, I can grasp that, but at the same time, it's very confusing to me because it's, um, and my just from hearing that and trying to take it all in, it's confusing to me that if it was so damaging and it was so hurtful, like why is that what you talk about? That's like the it's every time we have sex and we have sex almost daily. Okay, but like, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you. Thing? Yeah, let mm -hmm. me ask you a quick question. Did you ask him straight up? How did you guys, how did you wind up with her fucking other guys in front of you? Like, have you ever asked him whose idea that was? No. Why not? No, I didn't. Oh, I don't know why. I guess I just. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, because that would solve the, that would, I mean, because there's a big question mark, right? Because like here he is now, that's all he talks about with you, right? And it could be one of two things, yeah. either you know, he did that with her and because he wanted it. But then when he saw it happen, it kind of bothered him, but he still turned on by it. And that's why he brings it up with you. That's a very possible, you know, scenario. Or it's the other scenario is he didn't want to do it. She was into it. He was horrified by it, but uh, so, uh, he also was turned on by it, and that confuses him, and now he's kind of wired that way, and that's why he's bringing it up with you. They're kind of similar, but those are two situations that could be happening, and I think it's important to know which one is happening with him. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, I, the, the thing is, that, like, I've asked him before, is like, well, is she the reason that you are into that? And he said that he's been into it before her oh, but okay. it's just i don't yeah i don't oh, know okay. that that means that that was initiated no just, so it means that this, no it means mm -hmm. that this is the case okay because i think that it could happen a lot of the times it's not that uncommon where somebody has a fantasy that they're really into and then they cross the line and live out that fantasy and you know they have feelings that they didn't anticipate and jealousy mm -hmm. could be one of them you know it doesn't mean though that he wasn't turned on to but he might have not liked it but also that jealousy may be a part of the thing that he's into but he might not he might be afraid to introduce that in your guys relationship because it just adds a whole nother layer right um yeah 
right? But I think that that happens a lot of the times. I mean, I have a lot of swingers gone wrong stories on my podcast. I used to have them more. I Nowadays, I have more successful couples on calling. But there's a ton of people out there that the girl's like, yeah, let's have a threesome. Like, I want to be with a girl. And then she does it. And then her guy starts to fuck that girl or she starts. To, oh, and she's yeah. not into it. Like, you know, things could happen and, and you mm-hmm. could feel a different way. And sometimes, you know, fantasies are better as fantasies instead of reality. So he might be tiptoeing around it or he obviously is tiptoeing around it because he did it before right he had yeah, her fuck other people and he didn't like it he didn't um, like it but he liked it what oh that's what's kind of confusing to me is that i'm very support about that kind of stuff and like i've had numerous relationships i've had very like long relationships where i i I was always very open to those kind of things and that was a regular thing in our household to where it was like there was a, a extra girl added like twice a month in our house and then you find out that they're cheating on you and so i understand that the well let's talk about, about that it. let's talk oh. about that real quick because <laughs> you have like yeah. a history you have an interesting history oh yes my guys are like always looking to hear from women that are really listen you're more open-minded than your guy or you're more ballsy right you're ready to like, go have a threesome because you have a past and you are more sexually experienced and open-minded and you crossed lines and lived out your fantasy so let's talk about that too and then we'll get back to your guy um, okay. so in the, like, how old are you now? I'm 36. So you're 36. Are you, have you ever been married? Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yes. Okay. So did it, so when did like this sexual, these sexual escapades start? You know, what's your oh, history? My first threesome was like, I was 19. Okay. And, and then from was, there, it's, it was kind of, I mean, that's kind of a regular thing for me. I just, I was, I was always very more hypersexually active, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. Um, okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> let me I, ask like, you this. Wait, point. I got to cut you off because you're hyper talking mm-hmm. too. And I want to get the details. And because I know my mm-hmm. listeners want to hear the details. That 19 year old girl that had the threesome, how did it happen? Was it like a drunken fueled situation that just happened? Was it with someone you knew? Was it a one night stand? Was it a threesome with like your boyfriend and another girl? Who was it with? Um, no, I was um, in the Marine Corps, and it was a friend. Um, no, it wasn't like a drunken thing. It was just more like I knew I w- was turned on by women. It's like, like you said before, it's something you think you want, and you try it. And it's like, it's you know, I was totally into girls because you're young, and you're like, oh, it's lesbian porn. And then you're like, oh, I totally want to be the girl. And then I was, and then I, I've been with numerous women, but it's like, after time, you, yeah, you get feelings and you figure out what you like and you don't like. And it's like, at this point, I know, like, I love vagina, but I don't like it a la carte. Like, I need a side of dick with it as well. It's not as fun. Uh, right. like, I need, I need, a, I need both. Okay, like, well, that 19-year-old yeah. situation, 
right? Was that with a guy too, or was it just with mm-hmm. the girl? No, yeah, that was with um, my husband in the Marine Corps. And then she was actually, I still speak with her. Um, we were friends for a long time. It's very rare that I talk to her because we live states away from each other. But um, that was kind of a consistent thing for a while. Um, so your husband, you're with your husband, you're like, mm-hmm. and you guys are super young. And you're like, I want to like fool around. And yeah. so you asked your friend? But yeah, just my, that girlfriend was Jen. And then later, after we split up, I was with someone for years that we regularly had, you know, extra in the bedroom. And that's when I kind of started, like, I joined, like, an alternative lifestyle club. And then, like, another, well, two of them. Um, and went to a lot of classes. Um, just, like, started with, like, just a BDSM class. And then it just was, like, random classes. I would go every Tuesday and go to, like, different I don't know. Just I like to watch weird shit. I guess, <laughs> like I don't know. You got to explain. I've never heard about classes. Where are these classes, oh. and what do you see? And are people having sex in them? And like, what are you learning? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, there's a lot of classes. Um, yeah, tell me. Uh, for example, there was one called Stickies, and I did. I'm like, what the hell are Stickies? So I show up, and it's an adhesive class where they had like a woman used as like a model person and they taught you how to glue like i watched her vagina and her mouth get glued shut and then like they literally took like they duct tape and like they just showed you different kinds of adhesives to use in sex Mm -hmm. which is not anything that like i never i don't understand the point of or why you'd want your vagina glued shut i get the whole like refuser denial but yeah uh, but i mean if it's gonna happen i want to kind of see it because i would like to see everything before i die but random you know i just am interested in like human sexuality even if it doesn't turn me on i it's just interesting yeah you're Um, curious about it so you took the mm -hmm. where do they have these classes um that was just um that was like a it's like a a members club and that was in colorado okay both of them and then uh, they get like BDSM classes where they do like, there was a couple who came in and did like flogging classes and they would pretty much teach you like, you know, even if you're not into it, you now you know what kind of tape to use and what not to use, what hurts skin and like what's safe, you know, if yeah. you're going to bring stuff in the bedroom, it gives you a, you know, a safe way to do it without hurting your partner, which is awesome. You know, any kind of information that's positive, sex positive is good for you. Um, but that's why I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit more open-minded to things to where, even if it doesn't turn me on, like I'm willing to like check it out, and if you know, well I think then it's why aren't you open minded? So then why aren't you open minded to be the dom that your guy wants you? To and be that's right what now? I totally have fallen into that role. Now it's now it's comfortable for me, and I can't imagine. We discussed this recently. It's like I can't I can't even imagine him trying to tie me up or anything anymore because it's just it's been two years of me switching roles because like that's what he wanted, and it, it was very uncomfortable and hard at first but like um it was just like out of place I just felt very awkward but you know now you, you like it adapting over now yeah adapting overcome and yeah I like it now because now I after a while you get more comfortable in that and then it's still the same thing to me is like having him turned on and aroused by me it's just in a different way I guess I've learned um him being satisfied is like what makes me happy so mm-hmm. it's it's a hard to fall in those roles, but it's, it's just um gets kind of confusing when you're not really sure what it is the hell that they want. Well, you know what he wants. He's just um you want. I mean, let me ask you this: 
in all those times in your past when you were having all these threesomes and doing all this stuff with other people before you met this guy, did you ever have threesomes with another guy or was it always with a woman? Oh, no, yeah, I was always with a woman because men are just, I mean, that's a very, very rarity that a man is actually going to, like, let someone else play with their toys. Yeah, like, yeah, they right. want to okay, play with all the toys, yeah. but nobody's going to play with their toys. They're like three-year-olds with that. Yeah. And to me, that to find out that he was even like, that is a not a complete ego buster was very much, it was awesome to me to just meet, to, not even if we ever do it, it's just the the mindset of not being so selfish and being having the ability to be like, Hey, just because it's another person there is, um, doesn't make me feel like less of a person, I guess. It's like caring about what your partner is turned on by. But at the same time, it's like, is that just, but is that really how you feel? And I get it. I understand that relationships, I don't care who you are. And I understand that people who swing and people who are in open relationships, there's always going to be, sometimes the matter of jealousy and territorialness that's just human nature i get that whether people can work through it and be okay with it or not is you know relationship to relationship but it's it almost feels like it sometimes it's like dangling this in front of me and like constantly putting it in my head as a turn on and then like just i don't know like how i'm supposed to like <clears throat> separate what you want from like what what he wants like from what's like what he actually wants i don't i don't know well it's, i mean i think he's uh, been very clear with you he likes to fantasize about it he's on the verge of wanting to do it in real life but he's afraid because when he did do it in real life he had very mixed emotions about it i mean i think that's yeah. all very clear so what but i at wanted, the same time it's totally yeah. okay to bring like if i were to bring a woman home it wouldn't even be a question you know that's what that's what bothers me well, it's listen, like, I, that's a pe- that's like pettiness, okay? I mean, what? The, oh, it, of course. I mean, no, it's, it's just, just, but mm. you don't care. Would you care if he fucked another girl? Oh no, I would be totally fine. Okay, with Okay, so then it doesn't matter girl. if that's yeah. what he's okay with because you're okay with it too. We're talking about what yeah. he's not okay. Like I hate that tit for tat shit. That's like petty. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, like, I get it. It's, it's fine for me, me to fuck another girl, but God forbid. I mean, he's not holding out because he's an asshole and he's not pushing you to go no. have sex with another girl. It's not like he's saying, oh, I want it, you to do that, but I'm not going to let you. That yeah. I, right? I mean, it's not that. Yeah. That's like. That's, no, it's not at all any kind of petty like duh. no that that is very non-existent with him right but why it's did just, you just bring it up that's a little petty of you well <clears throat> but because i've had like the girl that we were having threesomes with in the past be the one that he was sleeping with a year later and didn't tell me and it to me it's still it to me there's that point of like women and men it doesn't matter who they are if they're i feel like if you welcome someone into that situation like you're you have to be very, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like women in that regard are a little bit more shysty and it's, it's more of a emotional, they get a little more emotionally attached than like men who are more like a physically like bang it out and leave. Yeah. But what you don't understand Mm -hmm. is they're still in the scenario that you want your girlfriend, your guy, your girlfriend, your guy to swallow. There's still a woman involved. 
okay, it's not a woman you don't know, but it's you. You're and so maybe he has the same fear you do. There's a woman involved. Yeah. She could fucking cop feelings and I'm afraid to lose her. I mean, it's the same thing. Look at what you've gone in the past. I feel like I have to say and point out something that's very obvious to me that may not be obvious mm. to you. No, totally. That's why I like I Yeah, is that shows and I'm like, you have a good fucking head on your shoulders. Yeah, and no, I'm just gonna it's it's just I'm just gonna put the mirror in front of you. That's it. And you mm. know, um that you feel exactly the way he does about threesomes. You know, you have, you've had them and you realize that they could bring about problems. He's had them. He realizes he, it brings on problems for him. It was, he didn't like it. I mean, that's very honest of him. Like that's, and that happens, like I said, all the time, it could be very conflicting, right? Because there's one part of you that likes it, but another part of him, when it was the real deal, he didn't. For you, you've had threesomes and then, you know, shit has happened where you weren't into it. So you're very similar in how you guys feel. And listen, I don't think across the board that it's always going to be human nature that people are going to get mad about no. situations like that. I have plenty of people on here who yeah. actually love for their partners to be with other people and they don't know that that's jealousy how and stuff. I always was. I didn't have a problem with, and I still like, I would totally be fine with bringing someone in. I think the main thing is like my, my whole thing with that is that you could add a whole fucking football team. I really don't care. The thing is, is that you have to, I'm really adamant about this is that like it's a A and B have to be happy. Like if there's any part of like C that you bring in that is upsetting to A and B at all, like you need to fucking get rid of that. Like it needs to be, it's always to enhance your own relationship. That's what you're trying to do is like explore sexual situations together. Um, so (sighs) no, stop. Listen, let me ask you this question. mm -hmm. Okay. Are you, because he's like always bringing this up and everything, are you like super horny for this scenario to happen? And totally. You, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, totally. And it's so <laughs> cute. That's what I mean by it. It's like a carrot dangled in front of your face and like constantly reminded of it. And then you're like, well, fuck. I don't know. Like, yes, that, yup, of course that thought's in my head a lot. Like, I've never really been one to like fantasize so much specifically about that until it's been like two years and like every time we have sex and i'm like well i like i'm like i really would like to go to like us together there's nothing that turns me on about like i'm i love being i i love sex i've literally been told by most exes that i have a problem like they think that i have a problem and i think just mainly they don't they get lazy about their sex life right but I want to be able, like, I, I'm not necessarily okay with just living in normal, like, just having your fantasies in bed together, and that's, like, all you do. Like, I'm... Right. I'd like to, I want us to be able to do weird shit together, because mm-hmm. when you have your person, like, your person is supposed to be the person that you can do all the fucking weird shit with. Does he know about his... Does he know... Right, okay. Does he know about your history? Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's kind of, like... It's just very confusing. It seems like it's okay, and like, but when I actually start trying to engage him to actually speak about it, and not in the bedroom, like I feel like it's just kind of like. Lately, it's gotten a little bit better, but it's still it's like he clams up, and I don't know how to. It's very hard for me because I like I owned a sex shop, and I've been like a member of two like alternative lifestyle clubs, and I love human sexuality is. It's the one fucking thing we can all do and enjoy. And if you're not doing it, you want to do it. 
you right. should, there's no reason to not like sex. Right. There's and you're no super open to. with him. Yeah. You're down and for it, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You've, you're very curious. He's gotten you into this fantasy and you're like ready to fucking go. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's like, su- it's super confusing because all of a sudden he's like, no thanks. And then he says, yeah. okay, let's do it. And then you get to the, the finish line and he's like, uh-uh, he's not crossing it. Like, and how many times yeah, has it happened? It's, it, not, it's happened? not out of meanness. It's not out of, I know it's not out. He's not yeah. trying to be a dick. And I understand people like emotions and shit happens. And yeah. sometimes you change your mind. And that's, that's part of being a couple also is like understanding that like, if I don't care if you're in the middle of banging a bunch of people, if there's if you look over and see your partner's not okay with something, this shit needs to stop. Hey, like, let me ask you this: Did you ever think of like forcing him to do it since he loves the whole female dom thing? I don't. Uh, that's what I'm. I'm like, do I do that? I don't know. That's you know? where the whole I'm trying to speak about it is like uh, trying to even get anything like like is that something you want? Is that why the your the, you know, the ex did that because there's a part of me and we've discussed this. I told him, I was like, you know, it seems as if like maybe she did that because that's what she thought you wanted because right. that's literally what you're asking like right. for in bed. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just very confusing. Very like, it's like you, I love you and I want you to be happy and I want to be able to like be open about this stuff. But it's very hard to when like, when I actually need like, to really just sit down and talk about it. it shouldn't be weird. Like, I mean, like, seriously, if you can, like, fucking watch ice drip out of my vagina on your face, like, we should be able to talk about, like, sex. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and he's oh. talking about it while you guys are fooling around, right? When he gets horny Absolutely. and you guys are yeah. in the bedroom and he's in that state, right? Which mm-hmm. I can, I believe is like an altered state of being, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's not totally. Enough. He totally. could totally talk it up, right? He's got the game. Yeah. He's got game. And then the oh, minute no, it's over, he has no, no game. I don't know so much about that. It took him probably like almost six months to a year to even talk during sex, which is very odd to me. Um, okay, but he's there now. Yeah, he's there now. But it's like more like, um, it's like I have to drag it out of him almost sometimes. The cuckold talk? No, not so much that. That like pretty much all, it didn't even really, wasn't even started like talking about that it was like mainly just like adding toys and then i'm realizing like okay so you like lots of toys and i don't know maybe it's because we have a big age difference i don't know what's his age he just turned 30 he just turned 30 this year okay so he's younger than you Mm -hmm. you're way more experienced than him right yeah I mean, yeah. he does like the Dom sub thing. He sees himself as a sub. So that's probably why mm-hmm. he got himself an older, very experienced woman, right? He yeah, and he's definitely into older women. And that's the thing is when we discuss when I bring up um, like Scarlet Ranch and places where you go where it's like literally people just fucking are I'm downstairs or like outside, just people banging to watch. You just sit there and have your drink and meet a couple and talk while you watch all these people have sex. And those kind of things that are like something he wants to go do with me but it's not this is what uh, how do i explain it it's like he's scared to talk about it but the first time i took him to like this other place in colorado that's like a hotel where like it's pretty much a swingers hotel and there's like an open pool where you can be naked and just bang everywhere you want like and all the rooms are like sexually orientated like i was worried about even bringing it up to him to like maybe go see the place and because I had not been there before, I'd been 
to the other club that I used to go to regularly, but this one I'd never been to, and I always wanted to. So I brought it up to him, just scared that he was going to be like, Jesus, you're a whore. <laughs> right. like, and, I mean, before... It wasn't even five minutes into walking into the pool area that he's already, like, banging me in front of people. And I'm like... But that was confusing to me, too, because he, before that, we had discussed, like, just that month of, like maybe doing some same room couples play where you don't swap or whatever, but like you're, you know, you have another couple that you're like watching or, you know, same room, just stay to your own couple play. Uh, just like sex in front of other people. And at that point he wasn't even sure that he was okay with that. And then I bring him to this place and it's like, within five minutes you're banging me when there's like people four feet from us. Yeah, no I don't know why you're it. so confused by all of this like stuff. It just <laughs> seems like pretty like normal. Like I could see that that being the case because you like brought him there and then he got fucking horny and then he did it. But I think that maybe I mean, you use the word overthinks. I mean, I think you overthink things too, but you use the word oh, overthinks yeah. about him. Like he just overthinks, you know, um, about stuff. So maybe that's what happens in the other scenarios. But when you brought him to that place, like the fact that it was going to be lots of different people, there it wasn't as intimate as, oh, you're just meeting a person one-on-one sitting across yeah. the table or in a hotel room with another couple. Like I feel like that would be a more, that more. situation might weird out a lot more people than going to a big party where there's tons of people and maybe that made him feel more safe and he thought okay I could just go there and fucking watch but then he went and his dick was so hard that he's like I gotta fuck her (laughs) do you know what I mean that makes total sense I don't think that that's confusing yeah I guess maybe I just overthink it all you're the overthinker (laughs) oh god yeah no I I fucking know this like that that is not something I will deny listen that's why you're listen it's always there all these things that make us up well I always feel like people are concoctions right and uh, you know a lot of the things that are a part of your concoction are positives but sometimes they could be negative too at the same time I mean I think the reason why you're so so open-minded and curious and into human sexuality is for the same part of that brain you know what I mean because you're an overthinker because you like to know because you know so that it's also a good thing in you right um and I think yeah, yeah it can be yeah. everything can be a positive maybe you negative depend upon how you use it I suppose yeah and I just think Mm -hmm. that um, your boyfriend might have those same things I think you know he's a little bit behind you and you need to hold his hand more Yeah. right Um, but I think if you put the context of it like if you just keep putting on him that it's pushing him I don't know making him so confused like you make it you're like labeling him like, oh, he's so confusing and he's so confusing. And I don't think it's that confusing. I think though that you have to give him a little bit more of a push and give him more time. How many times have you set up situations with other couples that he's backed out? Um, It's just been twice. But that's the thing too. It's like I found out that like he was talking to another girl on Snapchat and like had like made plans for us to all hang out and I didn't even know about it. And that kind of set me off to where I'm like, this is like something that is very clear from the beginning that this is about us. And it's very, if you don't open communicate things, it makes me feel like it's, Oh my God. You're going off to doing it by yourself. Okay. This is another layer. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. And I still have to get to all these other swingers clubs that you used to go to because you brought that up. (laughs) But wait a second. So, okay. Have you guys ever had a threesome with another girl? No. Okay. No. Has he asked you to do that? 
Well, it's not, no, not really. I mean, we discussed that we would, I know that he would, pretty much he's made it very clear that, like, he doesn't care if I were to bring another girl home. It's like, it's like most dudes, there's another yeah. vagina, hooray. Yeah. Okay. But, like, I'm very much of the attitude that, like, I, like, you don't do anything, like, in regards to adding adding people or meeting people or talking to people without it being completely disclosed yeah, about the whole thing. For sure. Um, and so that's just a little hard for me to find out like that there was, it was very confusing and that added. And what did he say? Um, just that he hadn't been talking to her very long on there and that. But what was he saying to her? Did you read the messages? Uh, no, cause it was on Snapchat and it like I Oh, I don't know about that. Really. Yeah. So that was even worse that I'm like, what the fuck? Was she like, like a this? regular person? Was she a hooker? Like, what was she? No, I think mean, she was just a girl that he met. I, that's, I have no idea. Like, it, he had to have met her on like some kind of, I think it was a site, like one of the swinger sites to where like you meet, a, uh, you know, like other couples or like single females or whatever, the unicorns or whatnot. But that's kind of the, that's what makes it hard for me. It's like, a, uh, it's like, if it's going to be done, it needs to be done together. And if you can't even talk about it and then, but you can go off and like meet another girl and then try and inform me of it later. I, I, I don't. Well, that's like, that's a whole different separate issue. Yeah. That's like a trust issue. Like maybe he wasn't even trying to set something up with you. Maybe he was just going to fuck her on the side. I don't know. Is he have a, is yeah. he a monogamous guy? Do you know his history? Do, like, could he be um, a cheater? I don't know. I think every man can be a cheater. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't, <sighs> that's a, that's a, I thought that he was very much not that kind of person until like recently, and I'm just worried about it because I'm gone every other weekend from Thursday to Sunday mm-hmm. or till Monday morning, pretty much in like 500 miles away. Yeah, because of relocating and dealing with custody. But the thing is, is like it's like on his birthday, like he told me that he was well. He didn't tell me anything. He just didn't really talk to me that weekend, and the morning. Pretty much I just found out that, like, he, I talked to him the night before for a few minutes, and I thought he was at home. He didn't mention anything about leaving town. And then I found out the next day, I, I was talking to him, and it just didn't sound right, and he was in his truck. And I was like, you were, you didn't stay at our house last night. It kind of just throwing it out there, and I didn't think it was like, I wouldn't have thought he was completely not anywhere near where he was supposed to be. But he told me he stayed at his parents' house, and that didn't sound right. And so I just texted his mom and said, is Austin there? Did he go there for his birthday? Because I haven't been able to get a hold of him. Because I hadn't been able to get a hold of him that morning until, like, noon. And she said that, like, he had showed up that morning. And uh, just to find out that, like, you lied to say you're at your parents' house on a so night. So where did he, he want, where was he? Did you ever confront him and say, hey, listen, I had talked to your mom and you weren't there. So where the fuck were you? Yeah, pretty much. And at that point he said that he stayed at his friend's house and so that just didn't seem right to me either and it just um i don't know just i have a very i don't i don't want to even believe it and i've had like the last four relationships like blow up in my face because they all cheated on me i don't understand it because it's not for lack of sex and i i was just really trying to make myself be calm about it and understand that it's probably me just worrying and having issues with my own past and not try not to put that on him but it's little things like that when you lie and say you were somewhere and you weren't 
And then he like, says he was at you, his friends. And why did he yeah, not tell you and, he was at his friends? Yeah, it doesn't smell that's right. That's what I said. Like, I'm, I don't give a shit what you say. Like, the fact that you lied to me is what I care about. I don't fucking care if you sleep on a fucking outside in somebody's yard. I don't care. I just tell me the truth. It's but about he didn't honesty. tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, and then he said that was, like, to get at me for, like, the fact that, like, when I go to Colorado, I don't call him sometimes. And... <laughs> it just doesn't seem to me you don't treat teach somebody to stay in touch by like lying to them about where you stay at night that doesn't make sense so i don't know i i'm just i can't even like t- grasp on that one right now because uh, there's no how long ago um, was that that was just uh maybe two months in february yeah okay and then and the girl the seeing him with the snapchat girl when was that oh that was some girl around here when we were like supposed to be like together looking on sites for stuff and kind of did it off on his own and i called his friend and i know that his friend could lie to me i knew that was his buddies don't fuck they stick up for each other whatever that's fine but i don't i really don't think that was it i just but i feel like there's just some kind of disconnect here where i just would like everything to be flat on the table you want to go bang other girls like that's cool but we're just doing it together like i don't you can't go off and do it by yourself you want to bang everybody you can bang everybody you fucking want but i just want to have like some kind of um just fucking honesty just be fuck i don't fucking care who you want to bang i don't care what you he do might think it's too good to be real be, about it yeah but he might think it's too good to be true as far as oh you really want him to fuck other girl like he might really want you to bring another girl into the situation but you're not down for that have you said no to i him, totally am okay with that I, okay. I will go like my ex used to call me a pussy funnel like that's like he literally i would like, pretty much bring him women and it's that's not so like, have you, I, why I, have I you have done that no, with this guy i just have, well we moved to this place and i don't really know anybody yet i definitely tried and realized it's really hard when you're like not in your 20s to like meet people anymore uh-huh and as i've gotten older i find it a lot I am more appealing to, I don't fucking like to just go out and find girls who are, I found that with women, I've had enough sex and threesomes to like realize that most girls are, they think it's like, they're really into it. And woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to try this out. And I'm tired of being their fucking experiment. Right. Like I know I like pussy and yeah. I know I like having sex and I know I'm into this, but I don't like feel like you like being enjoyed by like, me enjoying you and being turned on because it's something fun for a boy to look at. Like if you're going to just be lazy and lay there and like, I'm going to eat your pussy and like enjoy like watching my significant other bang you. But like, you don't really want much to do with like the girl. Once you realize I'm not really like, like, I'm really not into like girls. Like I just like the idea of this until it happens. I'm not into that. Like I got it. So as you get older, most people like it's easier to find. I, I feel like it would be easier to find a couple. Yes. And it's safer because when you have, maybe I'm wrong, but this is my, I guess my, um, because I've never had a couple with another couple actually swap or do anything like that. I've had same room play, but like not Uh swapping because boys don't like to share. But to me, it feels like as you get older, you realize that like, I don't have to worry about this being a situation because now you have two people here who are obviously comfortable enough to discuss like sexual exploits with their partner and do them together you know, mutually and with consent that I don't have to worry about, you know, her coming over and banging my husband without, totally. you know, there's mm-hmm. more people here, which you could still have to worry about, but I feel like it would be 
less of a it just feels more comfortable to me and more easier to get, I guess. Yeah, but it's also safer for sure that you're not going to yeah. have to worry about the girl. You know, if you get that unicorn that's single and then you yeah. bring in your guy that something could happen. And a lot of people feel yeah. that way. And that's why a lot of people mm-hmm. just only swap with couples. You know, yeah. and I also believe that a lot of times most people call in and they talk about how finding the couples is a lot easier than finding that one unicorn that's girl. But it's funny. I totally. just talked to Dr. Guy who's been on my show a lot. I just taped an episode with him. He's going to be on again. And him and his girlfriend are totally fuck other people all the time, right? And they've been just Mm -hmm. fucking like mad through COVID. And uh, they always have the unicorn. They rarely do the couples. They have more problems with the couples than doing the unicorns. But And I was like, that's interesting because most people on my show say it's the opposite. It's hard to find that single girl. But the reason why I think they find it all the time is because they are party animals, right? Like they are at the fucking club. Okay, we live in New York Mm -hmm. City. And when they're not in New York City, they're in every other place in the world that is like party central right and so yeah that's what's going down you know so i don't know if you guys go out you know still no the whole covid crap like i right. would love to go out more and that's the, the i i totally grasp that kind of concept because it was very easy for i think it depends on your couple too like if you guys are good together and you fucking like watching each other fuck and like as a woman you're totally okay with like putting a strap on and banging this chick or like watching like i used to literally like i would like come and i'd be like well i'm just gonna go like get a drink or make a you know make a sandwich like I, that doesn't bother <laughs> me like you're still yeah. fucking and having sex because i i don't like that's why we're here i can't yeah. separate the um there's there's sex to, to fucking feel good and have your carnal urge, urges like satisfied and just do fucking nasty stuff together yeah. and like be able to high five afterwards and be like yeah it's fucking dirty and i love it yeah. And then there's times of sex that's like you, you're, it's affection and love, and that that doesn't make either one wrong. It's just they're two separate entities, and some I feel like um, maybe I have too easy of a time of separating those. No, you're like, like a, I could, no. Mm. I think listen, I think it's great the way that you are. You're a lot of guys' fantasy girl, but I do think you know. And listen, I have a lot of guys on my show that would be totally down with everything that you're talking about and cool with it and everything. Um, but there, you know, a lot of guys don't know what to do with that. They almost, I think, meet your guy because yeah, yeah. he's super mm-hmm. young, right? And he's not as experienced as you. And I think the uh, average regular person who's just kind of I would say quote unquote normal would just yeah. not be able to a grasp the fact that you really believe that and b grasp it for themselves you know I mean it takes yeah. a, a certain kind of person and what I always tell people that I have found for through doing my show for seven years and talking to a lot of people who have tried to swing and be with other people and I find that the best kind of guy to do all that kind of stuff with what I find is always it's it works mostly with the guy that it's not not like who is the opposite of the type that you would think would be into it. It's not the guy That's, that wants to yeah. fuck a million people. It's the yeah. really monogamous guy and their mm-hmm. wife was really into it. There are guys out there like that and it's completely safe. And like you need a guy like that because you're being yeah, wasted well, with anybody else. A good man. Finding a that's that's the problem there. It's like like and that's what I see in him and that's why it was uh, you literally just said it's what I'm trying to like spit out is the fact that I want somebody that like is a fucking nice person and a decent human being that actually loves me yeah. and still respects me. But right, but you just have not, this it has enough respect for our relationship yeah. to actually be that person to be like 
honest about yeah. every like honest about it and like not to be and uh, cool with it and you have it's it only works with that kind of guy and that that it's like a breed right i always feel like different kinds of guys are like breeds of dogs right that breed exists and the best kind of breed for you is that kind of guy like i said i've had them on my show they're nice guys they're guys that could care less about having another woman in bed but they like to see their that's guy yeah. yeah that's exactly what i said i really could care less like i don't really care if there's a woman in the bed but it's like but then why was uh, he texting that girl what did he say was the I, well he said that like he well he put <laughs> i joked a lot like as he leaves the house sometimes and this is not like a discussion this is just like as he's walking out the door it's like do you, do you need anything from town i'm like oh bring me some pussy yeah like that's literally how that that entire like i've never been like oh go fucking bring me a girl home like for real and like you where you know that's a conversation and that's what he told me it's like well you could tell me like to, to like bring a girl home i'm like that is not like there's a very clear like don't use that as your excuse like but did I you understand. tell him to bring a girl home no, I don't. That'd be, it'd be like literally the joking of like, do you need anything from town? Oh, can you pick me up like a six pack and bring home some pussy? Right, like, right, as a joke. It's, yeah, and it's. I mean, I don't expect you to actually go to town and like go to a bar and like bring home some slut. Like that's not. I mean, if that's what we're doing, we can go do it together. But like, I don't mean that wasn't that wasn't a valid reason for why you why you weren't telling me about like talking to this girl, you know? And I just. Uh, I really, I feel like he's the most honest person. I, the most caring and honest person I've ever met in my life. He's the person who taught me that my whole fucking idea of sex was completely fucked up, and like made me understand that like why every guy I've ever dated was a fucking douchebag, and like helped me. To, he was like the only guy who's never like ever. He didn't like. He told me like he didn't want me. And, like, I pretty much stalked him because I was like, if you don't like me, you must be the perfect man because I only attract douchebags. Uh-huh. But were you attracted to him? Totally. He was my yeah, neighbor. Well, like, yeah. yeah, no, I moved into this house and he was next door. And I'm like, you have a crappy truck and a dirt bike and you don't ever have women over and you're quiet and, like, you're kind of like a redneck dude kind of dude. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I grew up on a ranch. I'm like, oh, my God, that looks like a real man. Like, that probably actually knows how to change his fucking tire. Which is right. So the, he's uh, different than your past, but you're still working yeah. on. Maybe you have this issue where, well, you probably have a trust issue if you've all your boyfriends have cheated on you in the past, right? Yeah. And you're. It could be that you're super paranoid and looking for it in in everybody, right? And you're seeing these little yeah. things, and, you and that's worry. what I'm aware of too. But I feel like it's the same thing with this is like the same difference from him, except for he's not honest with me about. It's like from the beginning, like he he said that he was really concerned. Like he was very didn't know how to like take me because I was talking about all these sex clubs and this and that. I'm like, you fucking have more like more crazy shit happening in your bedroom than I ever have. It's just that like, I'm okay to talk about it. I don't but think I didn't it sounds like he's first. had, no, it doesn't sound like he's had more crazy shit going on in his bedroom. I mean, than not crazy shit, but like he's definitely had more, uh, like, I guess like more than I thought, like he made it seem as if like, I was just like a bad, like, like you're not a girl. And I'm like, you've like banged your girlfriend with another dude. And like, that's, if that's, Things like you've had threesomes before, so like, what is making me any different other than I, like, I like to go to a sex club and watch weird classes and like watch people bang and just I don't know, just like go to a place where people walk around naked and just playing or like disappearing in foam pits and getting blowjobs everywhere. I don't like I just uh, like watch weird shit. Right. Yes, I, I don't know. Yeah, but listen, I I gotta say, and I think everyone's gonna agree with me. Like, just talking to you, right? You're a little confusing because you're a little all over the yeah. place, right? 
So, and the only reason why I bring that up is because let's put ourselves in his position, okay? He's younger than you. He's less experienced. I don't care what you say, right? No, yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's 30 years old, okay? You're probably the first woman he's ever met like this. You're not, like, common, right? So the majority of women out there are not even close to being as experienced as you or or even into the things that you're into or open to them or, you know. Yeah. Um, Most girls aren't going like, yeah, get me a six-pack and some pussy. You know, like, yeah, women yeah. don't talk like that, right? So here you I are know. in front of me, like a, a fucking, talk about a unicorn. And and then the way you talk, right? You're a little all over the place. You're kind of, like you say, you're hypersexual. Like I said, you're a little yeah. hyper everything, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're a hyper the way you talk. Your mind's all over the place. I mean, it's, yeah. it, these aren't, you know, it's probably all because of good reasons, but, you know, it's probably confusing to him and it's probably not clear. And the fact that he doesn't really like to communicate about these things, right? And he kind of shuts the conversation down, right? It, yeah. it creates this problem between you guys, you know, the yeah. part of him that yeah. shuts down the conversation and the part of you that is confusing like, well, to talk to trying to figure it all out yeah no like, you're confusing uh, to talk to you're a little all over the yeah. place oh i apologize i like literally have no friends of this past year so oh no I no but i don't think it don't apologize with and it's like a whole year's worth of like like, I don't mean to, I'm not you, saying that to like, no, 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 but listen, I'm not saying that to insult you. I'm saying that because no, I'm no. trying to figure yeah. out your, your problems with him. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, No, it's not problems so much as it's like, I feel like I, you have this whole kinky mind that goes on, but then the rest of the time, if we're not naked and fucking, then it's like, kind of like not talked of. And that's, the, I don't understand that to me. To me, it's very like... Well, if these are all this shit that runs through your head and these are your sexual fantasies and, like, you think about, like, you know, getting to be the last one to be in my pussy and it's, like, a wet fucking, like, been fucked by a bunch of people, like, how can you not, dis- <laughs> how can't we, like, actually discuss, like, some of, like, that, any kind of reality? Okay, let like, me ask you this. Did you life? ever ask him if he was, like, bi by any chance? I or guys. I have jokingly, and I obviously I'm I feel like there's something there, and I've put it out there in a way that like I don't care. I don't care what whatever it is. If it like fucking turns you on, whatever, that's fine. Like just at least be what does real he with say? me, so we don't have it. No, he said not at all. Okay, but and I don't think so. But at the same time, I feel like any of that kind of shit. Listen, there there. are there are certain people out there and I don't get it, but it's it's, you know, to each their own. And I've realized this and had Mm -hmm. to come to terms with it because I'm a very honest person. A lot of times I want that same kind of honesty reflected back at me. But I there are just certain people out there that will keep things close to themselves and just won't reveal things because they don't want to. And that's they're just more private. And, you know, and. And you just have to accept that. I mean, he might be one of those guys. I don't know. You know, it's confusing to me that you, he could say all these things and you're a very open person. And then you, when you guys sit down to talk when you're not in the bedroom, there's no open conversations going on. There's no uh, clarity here. There's no, you know, I don't know. Maybe you need to make it like put it on a piece of paper and like write down, these are the rules, you know, like this is what we want. This is what I want to do. Like, what do you want to do? You know, I don't know. You know, take them to find you. You're good at finding classes. Maybe there's a couple sexual 
retreat thing that you could take him to that will make him feel more open. You've been able to take him to a swingers club. Why not keep taking him to those kind of places? I guess because they don't exist with COVID. I don't. Yeah, know. we've looked. Yeah, we there's there's places that are just all like shut down with all the like right. COVID. Like all of the local munches and stuff like that are non-existent. Right. And how long you guys been dating again? Huh? How long you guys been together? Two years. Two years. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, if this is like the great, a really great guy that you really care about and he's the first nice guy that you're with, I mean, it seems like he has it in him, you know? No, it's there. It's just, I don't want to, I don't want to push it. And like, I don't want to do that because that's not okay because I don't want to push things on him. I just want to be able to have some kind of clear communication with it. Yeah. And I don't I understand like, why there isn't clear communication. I, I, that's why I'm trying to just. Yeah, it's fair. That's where I'm. I guess I'm confused. Is I feel like it, it, there's no ability to like really look me in the eyes and just be comfortable discussing stuff. Like thirty minutes after, like you just like I was ma- like making you eat my pussy, like and like bossing you around, being more in the domineering role. I don't understand how it's not. If you can feel comfortable enough to like have a, a very um, open fantasy section, like open, be open with your fantasies in the bedroom. Like I don't, it's very hard for me to put the connect of like, well, it's obvious what? that he has like, you know how they say liquid courage, you know, people when the, when the oh, truck, they have yeah. more balls. Like he just has liquid courage when it comes to being horny. Like when he's yes. horny, yeah. he'll fucking do anything. Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's what you got to do. You got to get him back when COVID goes away, back to like a swingers club. And maybe then you'll be, he'll be able to watch you with another guy and be yeah. hot for it. Because it seems like when he's horny, he's able to express those things and he's much more open, but he has a problem doing that when he's not horny. But I think if you keep working on him and you're like, you keep talking about it and keep bringing it up, you know, and kind of passively aggressively force him into talking about it more and keep trying. I mean, because listen, you've only been with him for two years. He's a young guy. Maybe, like I said, it's not, it's very rare that a guy winds up in a relationship with a girl like you and all of this is dumped on him. And like I said, there might be a part of him that doesn't trust that this is really real. There might be a part of him that's not, you know, is, is still conflicted about the things that he's into. Maybe he does have fantasies about another guy and that freaked him out maybe that was the problem he's afraid there could be a million things going on in his head but we don't know because i'm not uh, talking to him and you don't know because he doesn't really put it out there right yeah um so so maybe in your opinion because you talk to so many people like the women who are like comfortable this is my scare part my most worried thing is like i don't want to push something like be in the uh, overstep these boundaries because i'm not a dominant person in bed naturally and it's become something more that turns me on now that it's been a longer period and that's kind of what we fell into but like the whole like being more pushing things into them i'm so terrified of like what where's that line where you're like in bed and like somebody's turned on by something and you know that feeling that you get where you like do something you're in bed and you do it and then like that immediate shame feeling afterwards like i don't want to like be that person that like pushes you past a point and then you realize you're there and like you're totally already there and you're not going to say no but you're already and you don't want to do whatever it is like i don't i don't yeah but why are you projecting that onto him i mean that hasn't happened i mean that's that'll be on him i mean you could just keep those lines of communication open so that doesn't happen i mean he's he's gone pretty far with you i mean like you got went to swingers club and he fucked you in front of a bunch of people you guys talk about that's what i'm wondering I'm sort of wondering if that's like maybe what the ex did is like 
like she got when the, the that happens and then like all of a sudden like she's evil later because it was like pushed on you but you wanted it at the time and i just don't i don't know well, what did he say that, specifically about that situation when he said that he, it bothered him what were his exact words is like more like he said that this girl like fucked with his head by like making him she apparently she's more of like a humiliator person which i don't get that i don't if you're into it cool but like i don't understand making like making fun of somebody or hurting them but she said like he made it seem as if like she would bang other guys in front of him but it's like uh, but if it happens more than once then like you can't have that happen numerous times and like allow that person no but can you just tell me what he said that bothered him about it Oh, that she, he would like, she would like apparently bang other guys in front of him and like see how much better they are. And apparently she would like, what was it? Like, she, like bang other guys and then see the videos of it. And I'm not sure if that was they were together or broken up because it seemed like one of them was like afterwards. But there wasn't a lot there. I mean, he told me just pretty much it was the gist of she would bang other guys in front of him. But I, but I feel no, like no, you no, can't I, just no, 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 no. Can you just tell me what he said he didn't like about it? Like, and then there was a but. Okay, he had to have told you that conversation, but he said but it freaked me out. Like, what were the exact words he said about the problem he had with it? Not what he did. We already know what he did. What did he say? Because you said it it, it scarred him. Like, what did he say? Specific thing other than like he said that like she would bang other guys in front of him and like tell them how much better they were than him. There wasn't every. He didn't get very. That was pretty no, much. But you said he's. Not into doing it because he did it in the past and it scarred him or traumatized him. Did you say that? Well, that's why I think that like that's oh, you're the putting words in his mouth. Is, like, oh, I didn't mean to put words in his mouth. I mean, no, like, but I mean you're confusing like, me. Cause I don't remember because that was the beginning of the conversation, and this is going to be a really annoying pe- con- like a podcast for people to listen to because we keep cutting each other off. I'm cutting I'm you sorry. off. No, but I'm just trying to make some. I, I'm trying to get some clarity here. It's hard. Um, you, you know, how do you know he didn't like it with his girlfriend? I don't, I don't. That's why I assume that, that from my perspective, from the very little he's told me, because it was one conversation that like he wasn't very vague about it, was that she did this and it was like apparently a normal thing. But then that's where I don't understand. So I'm like, if you didn't like it, then why would you? But how do you know he didn't girl? like it? I, that's what I'm saying. He, in my opinion, he had to have liked it. So is it now that it's bad that like. But it's not bad. He just, he just, maybe he's afraid to do it. But like, so you're, so you just assume that it was bad in the past and he was traumatized. Well, that he's the one who told me that like she did this and like he trauma, she traumatized him by doing that. He about, said she that's traumatized That's like how me. she fucked with his head. Yeah. That's how she fucked with his head. So she traumatized him. Right. That's what I thought you said in the beginning. So that was yeah, all that he said about that. And then did you say, I mean, so the conversation just ended there. Like, I mean, I would want to no, get more that's- specifics. That's where pretty much I left him at the point. I was like, how can this traumatize you if it's something that turns you off? And what did he say? There wasn't really, that's the end of our conversation. He didn't talk about her So we're going to end, we're going to end this where we started off, where we've gone around in circles, but that's okay. Cause I really think that sometimes just talking about something like helps, right? And when you listen to this back, it'll really help you hearing your story and yourself as a third person. Like you'll get a lot, you'll get a lot out of it from talking about it, but you'll also get a lot out of it from listening to it. Right. And and like, like I said, a lot of guys listening to you right now would be like raising their hand, like, I'll date you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, they all say that until they get there, and then they don't fucking know what to do with it. Right, oh. and that, right, and that's what I mean. Like that's why I said, like the average guy 
there will be a lot of other things going on there. Like I said, they will think it's too good to be true. They won't know what to do with it. Maybe they have the Madonna whore complex and, you know, they, as much as they like it, you know, they can't love it, you know? Yeah. And they also pointed out to me when we first started dating and I discussed like that, that situation with him about, he said that he feels like it's more like maybe those dudes like get a bigger ego because you're like, bringing all this pussy to them and you're making them feel like they they just get whatever, you know, they can have whatever they want. And maybe that's why they just are not, maybe you, he kind of like, kind not in a rude way to say this toward me. He wasn't being rude, but pretty much like you did it to yourself by like letting your guy go fuck other people. Well, listen, you let the wrong guy. I mean, listen, those guys probably would have cheated. They probably would have cheated a lot sooner if you weren't bringing the pussy home. That that guy will probably cheat on a girl. You know, I don't think bringing guys home. I mean, it necessarily turns a guy who's already monogamous into a cheater. Like, I don't. I mean, but listen, those things definitely could be a slippery slope, right? You bring a third person in and then maybe you keep bringing them and then maybe they start texting alone. And like, and if, you know, in that situation, Yeah. yeah, but. You know, if these people are the type that uh, were cheating with a lot of people and stuff, you bringing home girls all the time didn't yeah. change that or make it that way. But I just I, this is the this is one thing I, that was a big thing that hit for me, and I, I know we probably don't have time, but um, he said that, that his main concern about doing any of this stuff was I totally space this was the fact that where is it gonna what is it what's gonna be next like what is it gonna escalate to. Um, right, he's open. He's afraid to um, open up. It's like a Pandora's box, and he's like, I, I just think that you need you need to hold his hand and bring him in. I think it's very hard to get to the point where you're at. I mean, you know for a fact that you could watch your partner fuck someone else and go make a sandwich, and you're fine with it. But a lot of people who might have that fantasy won't know, don't know how they'd actually feel. He actually lived out one of his yeah. fantasies, and when he did, he it traumatized him. So of course, he's uh, going to yeah. be a little bit weirded out but I don't think because A you said already that he has all these other great qualities and you really care about him and he's a good dude that yeah, you know you gotta you, you should give up hope I think that there's a lot of hope and he's you know five years from now he could be right there with you but I think you need to give him some time and I think Please, you yeah. need to help yeah. him but I think you need to keep the conversation going I think you have to push it a little bit and you know get, yeah. get, keep don't let him off the hook when he doesn't want to talk, you know, and, and if he still doesn't like get some therapy and get him to talk more about the sex stuff, you know, and and yeah. and and that will help because I think he has it in him, but he's a little worried. It is like opening up Pandora's box. And if, you know, he really likes <sighs> you, he maybe he's afraid because it didn't work out with his last relationship that he doesn't want to ruin it. So you, you, you thank you. You're like fucking you, you're good at explaining things. And it's like common sense, but thank you. Like sometimes you just need to hear somebody has outside fucking opinion on it. Yeah, but wait, yes, exactly. But wait until, like I said, wait until you hear your story because you're a smart girl too. Like you're going to be, when you hear your story out of yourself, right, as a third person, you might also come to other conclusions about your situation on your own because there is something to listening to it outside like I am. It's easy for me to Mm -hmm. see it more clearly because I'm, like I said, a third person to your story. You're going to be like me listening to it when you hear it back as a show. And it's going to be very helpful. Like I said, very helpful. I promise you. You, It might make you think of certain things that you didn't think about before. And I hope you do get something out of it. 
you know, because you should, like I said, you're like being wasted if you're not, you know, living out all your fantasies and doing all your things that you want because you are that rare person that is super open to it and want to do it, you know. Um, you just have yeah. to make sure you're with the right person. I think he, I think, you know, there's a good chance he is the right person, but you might need to give him more time. Two years isn't a lot of time. No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I think, I think I'm just, I'm so like, I don't, I have a hard time grasping the fact that like, why is it weird? Just like, tell me your weird shit. Like, <laughs> like what, some people uh, aren't as comfortable hard. with yep. their weird shit. Yep. I mean, this is why people I know. are <laughs> double lives. You know, people are living yeah. double lives. He could be blowing guys behind your back and you have no idea. I mean, you, you know, know, and that's, that's the thing. I think everyone's a little fucking weirdo. And I think the ones that hide it are even fucking weirder. Yeah. They have the really weird, like those are the ones that do weird shit. Yeah, like, exactly. I you don't, like well, you don't, sick. right, exactly. I mean, I have, all my friends know that I do my show and I still have friends that I think still wouldn't cop to the fact of things that mm -hmm. they do probably, even though they know I'm super open-minded because they just feel a little weirded out. And that's, you yeah. know, everyone has that right to keep that stuff to themselves yep. when they're ready. I think your guy has crossed the line. He is into kinky shit. He has shown you sides of it. He has, you know, gone to swingers clubs with you. So he's definitely a keeper. You just got to work on him and you have to be a little bit more patient. I think COVID has really yep. fucked okay. shit up. So you can't yeah. be like, oh, we haven't got, gotten anywhere in a year. No one's gotten anywhere with anything in a year. It's a bullshit. I know. So you got to like, wait. Ugh. All right. Give it oh, some okay. more time, okay? Right. Check back. Thank with you, me in six oh months. wise one. Oh, thank you so much for calling no, in. <laughs> no, thank you. you, and thank you sincerely. I love your show, and you are just you're a gem. Thank you. Thank I think you you're for a calling person. in. Got a I lot wish of you. Smarts. I wish you all the good luck, and keep me posted. We'll have you back on when you make some headway. Okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, bye. bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.